0: hi welcome to Padro pascal the pedro pascal podcast i am your host rachel leishman and i'm katrina dennis and this week we have as you can see a surprise guest a good good friend hannah blackman it's me hi hannah welcome to the pod
1: thank you for having me <laughs>
0: course uh so hannah has is the person who i know who has known pedro pascal longer than i think anyone else on this planet other than his family (laughs) has known him longer than anyone else possibly (laughs) does unless they were also in this production uh so yeah
1: when i heard that rachel was doing this podcast i was like how dare you He's my guy. You didn't even (laughs) consult me. Very hurt. Very
0: sad. So glad to be here now. You made it. it. I do want you to come back and talk Shakespeare at some point. Because we'll talk about how you know who he is. Mm -hmm.
1: Okay. Um, So it turns out in the year 2007, I saw him in a play in Washington, D.C. I saw him in Hamlet at the Shakespeare Theater Company, which I used to frequent all the time. And I thought that this production was in, like, 2011 or something. But no, I looked it up today. It is, I was 17 years old, went to see this production, which I remember thinking was okay, but that guy who played Horatio was amazing. So much so that during the curtain call, I stood up for him and I sat back down for the guy who was playing Hamlet. Um, who I didn't think was very good. I have visual aids. I went onto the Shakespeare Theater Company's website to try and find like production pictures. They don't have any. Good. They do have scans of the program and they're in Theater Magazine. Um,
0: so you can take a little peek, see. Man playing Hamlet who looks just so upset about life. Yeah, he was a soap opera
1: star, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, who got to play hamlet in dc and i didn't think he was good oh <laughs> i hate God. to say it it was so long ago i don't think it matters but anyway i saw pedro pascal in this production opened my program and was like who dat and then i just kept his name in my brain for it turns out like 15
0: some years ashley is screenshotting them uh because i realized I, they're sideways and so i'm on they camera are. like this <laughs> yeah, another
1: reason that like they couldn't even rotate the pages when they scanned it it's kind of amazing there's one production photo that i found um through them scourged google couldn't find any others <laughs> but i wanted to share these and someday we'll talk about um shakespeare he's very good at it so yeah discovered him there and then um i don't know fast forward whatever how many years when he was announced on game of thrones and i was like oh my guy how exciting. And I didn't watch Game of Thrones because I don't like it. Oh, like, was good, I, mean,
0: so- and I was like, good for you. <laughs> I was
1: difficult. like, hooray, it's happening. Finally, your talent is being lifted into the big, big leagues. You know, so happy for him, proud of him, love him, have met him a couple times. He's the nicest guy. So just like couldn't be happier. <laughs> There's a lot of people I saw in DC theater who I was like, they're going to go somewhere. And they did it. But I was right about so- him.
0: Ashley posted the playbill that Hannah was talking about. If you see, oh, you. Baby, baby.
1: Yeah, <laughs> pre mustache.
0: Very pre mustache. Right in the middle, but off to the right hand side there. Um, I'm trying to see who all these people are. Jeffrey Carlson, uh, your headshot is wild. Happy for you. You are so Hamlet. Do you think <laughs> they made him dye his hair that blonde because he's Hamlet? Or do you i think, think he came that
1: way, came that way. i really? like that as a choice for hamlet um but i do think he is just like a bleach blonde dude
0: good sorry jeffrey carlson that hannah didn't like your Hamlet in the year of 2007.
1: you know it's funny i want to i want to i don't know say one nice thing about him so Shakespeare's um shakespeare theater company does essentially summer free shakespeare in the park where they remount their previous productions So I saw Jeffrey Carlson do Hamlet twice. And the second time in the park, he was better. He was good the second time.
0: So. Jeffrey, if you're listening, I'm really happy for that second go. You had a (laughs) hamlet. Everybody's got an off night,
2: right? Like not everybody. 100%. It was also
1: a night when I saw it the first time, the fire alarm went off in the theater and we all had to go outside for about 10 minutes through the, maybe halfway through the first scene. So if he was off. I'll get I'll cut him some slack.
0: For yeah. sure. I, I like this Anna's credit. She is also like that's her favorite Shakespeare. So she is very particular on her Hamlet.
1: <laughs> Understand. It's true. I'm a snobby bitch.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I did say that. I'm just saying you're, you're okay. No, I said it. That's
1: okay. I like this <laughs>
2: random edit in the PDF version where like he's got like a little edited in mustache <laughs> right next to his whole thing like you can see his early days, like <laughs> highlights, like his Buffy the Vampire Slayer role. Eddie,
0: wait, Katrina, will you please read out this bio? <clears throat>
2: <clears throat> Pedro Pascal as Horatio, the Shakespeare Theater Company, uh, Lorenzo Ghosts uh, in New York. He was off Broadway at the Second Stage Theater. Oh, yeah. Terrence McNally's Some Men, directed by Chip Trip Coleman. Uh, He was part of the drama department at Douglas Carter Bean's The Cartels at the Public Theater and New York Shakespeare Festival. Uh, He was in Macbeth, directed by Moises Kaufman. For the The Manhattan Theater Club, he was in Based on a Totally True Story. He was also in Nilo Cruz's Beauty of the Father, directed by Michael Grief. Grace? Um, Regionally, you could have seen Pedro uh, in the Wobbly lobby Bureau. Huh? He was in Lobby Hero. He's yeah. Professional actor.
1: Everyone's done Lobby Hero.
2: <laughs> Fast forwarding <laughs> to Law and
1: Order of Theater. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm his television hits include Law Buffy the no, Slayer, Touched by an Angel, Law and Order CI, uh MTV's Undressed, Good versus <laughs> Evil, and NYPD Blue.
0: NYPD Blue my mother's favorite. Um <laughs> Had- how, like, that's how I knew it. who uh Jimmy Smith was prior to-, <laughs> to Star Wars. I was like, that's that guy from my PD blue. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, what a a journey. Um I now remember when I said I wanted him- to see him as Macbeth. Someone replied to me, he's done it before, and I think they were referring to that. To which I say, you think I saw that production at 14? I lived in yeah. California. Um, I well, was not 15, here. To
1: secondly, speak. do you really want to see like a 25-year-old be Macbeth? Yeah. Does that feel right?
0: <laughs> or like, I think he was just in it. And I was like, yeah, I think you're <laughs> misunderstanding what I'm saying. I want him to be Macbeth. There is a difference. <laughs> um, I'll take him as Lady M. I don't care. I watched Alan Cumming do Lady M. It was great. Uh Anywho, now that we've checked in on Shakespeare and uh, how Hannah found Pedro, uh, how are you, Katrina? How have you been?
2: Oh, you know, life has just been a a roller coaster. Um, Barring anything having to do with actual life, I'm doing pretty great. I mean, you know, very good. They're, you know, life is, it's, it's a box of chocolates. Um, Whereas that's one said. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I keep going. no, that's Anastasia. <laughs> oh wow, goodness. we're on a roll today. No, but um, I'm really, I'm you know, I'm getting ready for Star Wars celebration, so I'm excited about that. Um, can't wait to hang out with our producer and with Rachel and with everybody who hopefully shows up. I don't know if it's just us, that's cool too. But I, you know, in all of celebration, if nobody else shows up, I'd be I'd be yeah, perfectly
0: fine with us three in Anaheim uh, Convention Center. And then oh, no. we were the only three at Star Wars night.
2: Wouldn't that be great? Okay. Oh, amazing. But yeah, uh, otherwise, you know, life is uh, going and I'm going with it. And so, uh, yeah. How are you? Fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> listen, uh,
0: I, I, I'm also going to Star Wars celebrations, so I'm worried about that. I have to go back to my hometown and I've tried to describe... To my friend who is um, flying, like, my childhood best friend is coming for, like, my dad's celebration of life party. And I've tried to describe to her how bad my hometown is as a place. Um, and every time I've d- done it, she doesn't seem to understand. Like, she'll go, oh, should I, like, wear something nice? And I was like, no, it's Newcastle. And she goes, "I, you're, you, you're not explaining. And I was like, I'm trying to tell you this city is just not worth your energy. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I was like, our excitement is a restaurant that opens one night a week on Sundays that's called Ladies of the Dukes, and they make sauce. And I'll say something on here that is sacrilegious in my hometown because I don't think anyone from there listens to this. And if you do, I didn't say this. Their sauce is okay. It's not that great. But everyone's like, it's the best because it's all these old Italian ladies who make it, but it's very acidic. I don't really like it that much. And yet, it is every Sunday packed. And I... And so we're getting food from there on Sunday, and I was like, "Prepare yourself." I guess it's fine. Um, <laughs> I was like, "I live in New York." Like I was like, "Everyone there clearly lives in this small town in Western Pennsylvania." I was like, "It's like nothing there is spectacular, except their chili dogs. They have great chili dogs." But um, yeah, so <laughs> again, I'm fine. What I what uh, is better than me is the the movie The Great Wall see how I did that segue (laughs) um it is a movie that I enjoy for very specific reasons that I don't know like I don't know that most people would like it for why I did which is those (laughs) uh creatures that looked half CGI'd like they hadn't finished them
1: babe you're crazy they look good they look fine (laughs) I have well, no idea what you're talking about. You've been going on and on for days about how bad these things look.
2: That's not a good example. <laughs> That's not I fair. Mean, they they look, you know what? I I, I grabbed that screenshot because they look a little like um little ugly cousins of the the Nexu from Star Wars, the little the steed lizard that Obi-Wan rides in Attack of the Clone. Yeah. It's like it's that like is, they're
0: that is CGI better than that entire
2: sequence (laughs) this was the most expensive movie
1: ever made in china
2: they're dangerous cousins from the bog exactly exactly i think they look pretty good
0: (laughs) um i I just realized i skipped the entire news section um
2: (laughs) oh yeah a whole bunch of stuff happened this week (laughs) because i was like oh nothing happened
0: meanwhile you know vanity fair dropped the cover yesterday our best friends vanity
2: fair yeah
0: friend of the podcast vanity fair um we are hannah we're doubling down on the fact that like my friend adam is a director for vanity fair and during the lie detector test asked pedro pascal uh, have you listened to Podcast? yes pascal? i've seen yeah. that clip mm-hmm. um, proud of you so, happy
1: for you congrats
0: so uh <laughs> now we're all saying that we <laughs> we have it labeled on things as seen on vanity fair and we're just gonna keep running with it until someone's like hey you can't do that thanks for <laughs> explaining the bit I appreciate it yeah, isn't <laughs> that the best part of comedy when you explain the bit
1: yes uh-huh yeah that's that's how people know it's a joke because you yeah. explain it.
0: you have to explain it men yeah and if you don't have to explain
1: it it's not a good joke if people just get it it's not good.
0: explain jokes for decades to women yeah um, and to
2: explain we're kidding <laughs>
0: i feel like we've
2: earned this time you know like after getting explained to for so many years like this is a radical act of feminism explaining (laughs) our own jokes
0: i think it'd be funny though if like the way hannah the cadence that hannah and i just used sounded like purred happily to me so it'd be great (laughs) if it was just like at the end you went and that was a joke (laughs) like that's how you end it look i've said it
1: before and i'll say it again i've never tweeted a joke in my life (laughs) <laughs> and honestly i barely even tell them i'm very serious i'm a serious person
0: and that is sarcasm um <laughs> uh, but yes sorry to disappoint on thinking we were getting into the crooks of the great Wall. i segued i was so proud but i'm nice crook yeah i messed that up it's fine no i um, thought it was a, a wall joke you know I what it was it. thank you hannah it was a wall joke. It I was giving you credit. It not <laughs> main, <laughs> speaking. Earlier today, I wrote "guard your loins" instead of "gird," and my editor had to be like, "Rachel, it's gird, not guard." And I was like <laughs> Are you guard him anyway. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. You never know. Um, but big news. I think that Hannah will will enjoy as well is that uh, Pedro Pascal is doing a Western movie with none other than Ethan Hawke. Woo! This is good news um, for the world at large. Yeah. It is what we all deserve. Um, mm-hmm. I love this Ethan Hawk sort of renaissance. He didn't really go anywhere, but uh, he's at he's the full time. He's hot, and we love him. He's a gentle soul. Um, I, I'm pretty sure I've said this on the pod, but like those of us who watched Gattaca for extra credit in school, <laughs> all have a special place in our hearts for Ethan Hawk. I am one of those people. Some mm-hmm. of us
1: have spent too much time with Ethan Hawk's Hamlet, which is bad bringing it back
0: (laughs) bring it back to hamlet it's it all comes back to hamlet um one of the great pieces of
1: art in the world so yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) correct Mm -hmm. um there was also a wonderful little podcast that he did called talk easy um it was another podcast not ours so i don't know how i particularly feel about it i'm just kidding he he looked really cute um look how cute um, I'm saving that because I think that's Katrina's
2: picture for later. So oh, I no, no, it's it. not. It's not. I actually have no idea who this picture that is. Uh,
0: I think this was originally my sash week, and I changed my mind. Um, but that's the great uh,
1: sweater of the week. You know what I mean? Yeah. I
0: don't know what this whole vibe is. I love that he has a mug. That's my favorite celebrity thing. Let me walk outside with a ceramic mug because I have <laughs> no fear, um, <laughs> none at all. Uh, and then that is just a. Uh, you know, two of the things that happened out of the four in a week. Um, okay. He has been very vocal about Roe v. Wade. We, we support a king. Thank you. Because, um, you know, other celebrities are not. Him and Adam Scott, I chose them well. Because Adam Scott's mm-hmm. also, like, eat my shorts Supreme Court at an award show, and I love him for it. But oh, the big news was Vanity Fair did a whole Star Wars spread. Um, which includes hotties,
2: just Hello. hotties. Yep.
0: Um, the love of my life, the love of my life, and the love of my life. I'm pointing mm-hmm. with my mouse, and I realize no one else can see that. But it was Din Jarin, aka Pedro Pascal, Ewan McGregor's Obi-Wan Kenobi, and Diego Luna's Cassie and Andor. Oh, um, so I awesome. am a freak who has three different Cassie and Andor Funkos. He was in one movie, but I knew. Mm-hmm. Much like Hannah, when she <laughs> saw Petro Pascal and Hamlet in 2007, I saw Cassian Andor in one scene, and I went, I choose him. I didn't know what was going to
1: happen. <laughs> you were like those guys in 1983 who were like, Boba Fett? That guy's cool. And it paid off for you. Yeah, so it's I'm like, I was
0: like... The world has validated you. Yeah, and mm. I love them for it. I think Disney was like, we got to get this guy back who just wants to fucking touch Jabba. Because if we
2: don't, people are gonna start rioting to about it. He needs to it needs to happen, man. He's it's taking so it. long if it doesn't happen on this press tour for Andor. <laughs> and good there better be a press tour for Andor. Like, I will be very upset. Like there just needs to he needs to be able to go to a Java and like touch it. Just go to one. Go to one. Call the Henson people. Have them make a Java let's make one just for him so that he can have it i really think the best thing and my number 1 prediction for the andor series is that jabba will somehow be involved so that diego can touch him is it is pre it, it it's pre death it's pre death jabba is alive he's thriving Honestly, it's he's pre-death. walking
1: around tatooine making threats to guys who drive station wagons
0: yep we can have it all exactly
2: um
0: i think that should happen um yeah that whole thing was very nice He just talked about how he likes being the mandalorian because uh, he, as he said maybe he's a commitment phobe was um it's his voice um i do love that cover so much because all of the gross people online that i constantly have to see being like he got fired. He's done. He's no longer the Mandalorian. I'm like, he was... Saying that. Why? 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 I, I would but go as far as saying... I will not say her name because she's my enemy. But there's this woman who gets online and she's mean to mostly creators of color um, and she always just comes up with lies. And like, one time, I mean, this is going to tell people who she is, but I don't care. Kathy Yan fought her and told her she was wrong about things that happened in Birds of Prey and she kept doubling down be like no that's not true and Kathy Ann was like I think I would know what is and is not in my movie and she was like no it's yeah. not true it's what I heard and Kathy Ann's like I'm telling you it's not true yeah he started a rumor forever ago that Petra was a diva and um, wanted more FaceTime and I'm like uh I'm pretty sure that's not the case given you know the nature of the character I think he kind of knew. Um and so
1: also like I also want more FaceTime. The world wants more FaceTime. Yeah. yeah I feel like the money. show has gently taken us there. So
2: yeah, if season good. three
1: is at mostly no helmet, I'll be
2: sad, you know? I I mean I would say that like you know how like Arrow led the CW like hero verse. Like I would say that Pedro Pascal as the Mandalorian is leading this new era of Star Wars. Like like everything is tied into where he was and like he's the one at the helm of this so you know i'm saying he seems to be doing just fine for a diva yeah and now he's all for vanity fair if he wants his water sparkling then by god i think he's okay
0: i will say what i love about this whole little segment um with the three of them, is that in the video, they are all three, like, talking to each other and being all cutesy if you, like, watch the video. Um, I haven't gotten around to watching it because I can't emotionally handle it because Hayden Christensen has a lightsaber in it. So, mm-hmm. haven't, haven't, my heart saw the pictures and said, save yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, So, I haven't done that yet. We but, should watch this
2: together. At some yeah, time.
0: and die. Um, yeah. I would just combust. Uh-huh. As a person. It's been too much. Yes. Uh, but... In the video, the three of them are all, like, smiling and smirking. And I saw so many tweets being, like, the three of them could flirt with, like, a tree. And they just are all together. And then someone else, like, it's so sad that, like, none of them can be in things together. Because it's, like, Ewan McGregor's Obi-Wan is ten years before we even meet Cassian in Rogue One. So Cassian would be way too young and, like, it's, like, all three of them are spots where they can't interact. And I was, like, yeah, that's sad. But we have this now. Um, And that's the Vanity cover. Vanity cover? The Vanity Fair cover. Friend of the pod. Um, And then, yeah. Now I don't have a good segue into the Great Wall. Um, you know what else is great? Walls. <laughs> yeah, the wall. This um, one in particular. Just one excellent. wall in particular. Pink Floyd's. <laughs> uh, no, just kidding. Um, yes, so this week we are covering The Great Wall. Uh, the cast of this movie includes Matt Damon, Willem Dafoe, Pedro Pascal and Jin Tian. Uh, it is set in China on The Great Wall. Hence the name, The Great Wall. Um, and uh, Hannah wanted to talk about this because one of the reasons that I did not see it is because at the time a lot of people were criticizing this movie for being a white savior film and be having a main character as a white guy which yes it does have matt damon as one of the main characters but jing Tan's, uh her name is commander lynn may i think yes um her character for the most part is like the lead and so it's like i was like oh it's not as bad as i thought it was going to be based on how everyone had reacted at the time.
1: It's also a Chinese production about medieval China. So the fact that Matt Damon is in it, I don't think undercuts that there's also like 300 Chinese actors telling a Chinese story. Um, And when it came out, I don't think that that was very clear to people, that it was actually like a Chinese movie that was being wide stream released in America because Matt Damon was in it. Um, I went to see it in a movie theater in 2016. (laughs) and I emerged like this is fine actually and was told to shut up which was fair that's fair (laughs) no I I have been thinking about this movie quite a bit since it came out and I'm happy to be here to chat about it
0: yeah and it's like I, I I knew of it obviously I knew that it was why Willem Dafoe and Pedro Pascal were in pictures together which is more how my brain functions um and I knew like the controversy around it and then watching it i was like oh okay this isn't nearly as like like i said it wasn't nearly as bad as i thought it was going to be like i just assumed matt damon was gonna come in and be like hi i can save the day and he's bad at his job in this movie he's <laughs> like i can shoot these arrows save a bowl but i'm bad at every other aspect of my job
1: yeah he's like kind of a shitty guy who
2: grows you know into a slightly yeah. less shitty guy Um, Mm -hmm. I noticed that like this this movie the the way the cast makeup like plays out is something that like we're kind of used to in storytelling um it reminded me a lot of the legend of the monkey king where we have this new like inexperienced hero who's kind of pulled into the fray in a way um by like this you know somewhat failed you know like mess up of a guy and like her Her success is in a way his retribution Um, and her growing results in him growing. And so I think that that's how I kind of viewed it where, you know, everything she did was an echo of what happened to the group in a way. And they were the ragtag crew that was just like following along. So, Mm -hmm. yeah.
1: Yeah, much more to me rather than being the hero of the story, Matt Damon and Pedro Pascal feel like... um, they're like introductory characters. They bring you to a new place so that it can be explained. So everyone gets to understand the rules. There's a word for that. And I don't have it. There's like a technical term for that. An audience surrogate, maybe? Um, Not quite. But either way, like it's helpful to have people who don't yeah. know what the hell they're looking at. And to have the other characters be like, here's what's happening here. Let's explain it to you so that we're all on the same page. And it's nice when it's like two bumbling idiots. Like, it's always charming. <laughs>
0: Yeah. And I mean, like, listen, uh, I'm not going to lie. What I knew about this movie was from fanfic. Because um, I would just be scrolling uh, on, on whatever. Tumblr on, on AO3, whatever. And I would see, like, <laughs> our producer is yelling at me. And I would see things where it was, like, um, his character... Plus, like, a whole family. So I, like, came, like, it, this is tags. I didn't read it. So maybe if I read it, there would be more explanation. But I'm saying from the tags that I saw, it was, like, uh, him and, like, a whole-ass family. So I went into this movie being, like, this guy has a whole-ass family. And then there was nothing about a family. And so I was just, like, oh, people just, good for them. They came up with a whole backstory. I was, like, uh, I didn't get that. <laughs> the movie but I like the dedication to creating a story for his character for the most part um it was you know Matt Damon being like I can help (laughs) the entire time Pedro Pascal being like what if we didn't um and I kind of liked it i mean he's a he is a classic sidekick
1: (laughs) he has nothing happening except for whatever's happening with matt damon they are so inextricable and his character the moment he tries to leave matt damon it falls apart Um, he doesn't want to be there at all classic sidekick saying like i think we should leave this is a bad idea i'm gonna express all the reasons we shouldn't be doing the heroic action so that when you do the heroic action it is heroic like pure sidekicking he's also like just a dumbbell just like a trusting idiot who trusts everybody immediately really charming stuff he's like a dash of color in the movie really yeah. he's a nice flavor to have that character
2: has so little i just <laughs> i love his amigo montoya accent um because that's, that's what it is more is. movies where he isn't forced yeah. to do an accent but yeah, that's like, my hill to die on i was watching this great documentary on an actress um the west side story oh my god what am i saying oh am I- natalie wood or, or rita moreno, rita moreno a girl there we go who <laughs> just went <for> it or <laughs> and she was talking about how like she had a made-up manufactured like spanish accent that wasn't really like spanish at all and so when i listen to pedro put this accent on because he's put it on a couple times it always makes me think of like her quote about that because it sounds like it's his generalized like oh here we f- go like i'll just use my f- accent like accent so um he just makes one up instead of using like his natural uh, which i think is kind of funny and also like there's this one sticky moment which was you know he did his best he like sold it all the way oh but yes the, the toro moment i was like
1: mm. he is a spanish mercenary and if you wanna read that moment as acceptable, is that he has a background in matadoring.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't know
1: yeah. the history of matadors in Spain, but and like And that, that
2: move like leans it leads into like a, a team move with with Matt Damon's character and that's why yeah. you guys made me remember all of this. So yeah. I wanted to note that as well. I
1: love how much of the two of them fighting is them as a team, throwing each other weapons, like hurling each other over obstacles. Humbos. That's stuff I love to see. It's character-rich fight choreography.
0: But where <laughs> is William from? Where is William from in this movie? Cuz Oh, what a question. <laughs> what was this accent?
2: Like Glendia from Yeah, the I thought is it was Scottish is it Irish. I question mark
1: <laughs> i wish he was doing what he landed on in the last duel that sort of like just vague british-esque uppity <laughs> accent you know it's not really anything
0: i don't know if you knew that hannah mm-hmm. this is where he goes when adam driver comes to see jodie comer he is in this movie they, they're they in tandem Watch. going on or ignore what the movie tells you three different times uh <laughs> for where he is. He's actually in the in Great China. World. <laughs> it's
1: a bad accent. Like I'm very pro Matt Damon and I'm here to defend him as an actor and almost as a person. But <laughs> it's an unacceptable it's that, accent. Yeah, it's
0: that almost that is that, you know, where he just offers up information about himself that yeah. he not
1: need. To. It's not good. And then he's like I'm pro crypto and I'm like honey Oh, the
0: crypto! Oh, we can't get. Come into on, floor. listen to your
1: friend Ben and just like don't say anything about. Yes,
0: is Ben Affleck, good. Surely yes. not, but guess what? He doesn't say or anything, <laughs> so we just.
1: <laughs> anyway, the point Honestly. is: Matt Damon
0: accent bad, some <laughs>
1: sort of English, Scottish, Irish, something. We get a paragraph of backstory with him, which we don't really talk about again. She, he what? just dumps it, which hilarious.
0: And, like, normally, uh, for Hannah's sake, and I'll just pull it up, because it's almost impossible with this movie. We normally do this thing called uh, The Rundown, where I just explain kind of what we saw, and we go through it, and we, like, talk during it and all that kind of stuff. This movie is almost impossible to do that, because you get thrown in within two seconds. Like, you know nothing about these characters, and they're like, what if they're fighting lizard things, and you're just right on in with them and like i didn't hate that <laughs> It was
1: like, all yeah, right it's an action extravaganza you know i watched this i'm currently hanging out with my folks and my dad watched the last half hour of the movie with me and he kept asking why do they have to kill that one why do they all stop when that one blows up and i was like dad they have a mental link. They're a hive mind. Kada, You know, like, I got to the end of the movie and I was like, I understand it. I understand everything. The movie is perfect. <laughs>
0: well, like, I'm just jumping right to the end. Um, going into town with that thing. Dumb. Uh, going into town with that thing and then not having anyone explain to uh, the emperor there, like, hey, man, don't take that off. We're all going to die.
1: Um, He's a boy okay. emperor. He's going to do what he wants.
0: Matt, no, someone had to have some sense with Matt Damon, and he brought no one with sense. Um, Because Lynn May was like, I have other shit to do. Like, I loved her. She was like, I'm going to, me and my crew are going to dive off of the Great Wall with ropes attached. And when this white guy is being an asshole, we'll be like, mm, maybe yours is attached. You just got to trust it. Uh, loved them Favorite part of the movie, even though I couldn't really see 90% of this movie because they were like, we're fighting in fog, and then didn't lessen that fog at all. (laughs) So you can miss like half of the action because you're like, wait, did something just go? Did he just shoot something? All right. Um, Yeah. (laughs) It's just so foggy. There
1: is a very foggy sequence. (laughs) I grant.
0: I mean, I love it. I just like the
2: dedication. he like he's striking all these cool poses, and you can barely see it, and it's so sad. Like you can tell he went through like fight training and stuff for this, and like it's just drowned out of the movie. He just kind of looks like he's moving around back the, there.
0: The two thousand and seven production of Hamlet that Hannah saw when he was Horatio. That I'm listen. We're making head cannons here. That's what I came into this movie with. So we took <laughs> cannons for everything. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, I wish
1: I went to see this movie in 2016 because I wanted to see Pedro Pascal, you know. And he doesn't have enough to do in the movie. He wasn't really a star yet. He wasn't popping like he's popping now. That character, like you can imagine a version of this movie where that character has like a bigger arc and more of a moment and shows up at the end to be helpful instead of having a nice little button where matt damon buys him out of prison cool. um and instead he's really comes and goes out of the movie as they want matt damon to have someone to talk to it's a shame i wish there was more of him he's clearly done the
0: work well and even to that point willem defoe is not this movie that much willem Defoe starts there we don't know why he's j- they're just like, we know why you weren't <laughs> paying attention probably not because i, I don't want crazy. you
1: to smirk this movie when you weren't paying <laughs> attention
0: Listen, i'm not i genuinely had fun this movie shocked me in a way i wasn't surprised if this if i didn't like this movie hannah it would have no stars on letterbox i have a very specific rating every movie is good unless it's morally bad. <laughs> and then it gets no stars. Um, but, like... <laughs> the thing is, I wanted, like, Pedro Pascal to be like, hey, buddy, remember when we fought our whole way here together and that's why we're best buds? Um, but instead, I, I mean, I did not trust their relationship. I was into it. I instantly was like, yeah, I get it. But... <laughs> I wish there was just like half a beat more of explanation
1: there is the point oh. when Pedro and Willem Dafoe are gonna steal a bunch of gunpowder and run away and Pedro is like I'm not leaving without Matt Damon I refuse to leave without Matt Damon Matt Damon is my buddy and he would never let me down he's gonna be here very sweet good friendship well, yeah, Matt Damon shows up and is like, I'm not leaving. And they knock him out and leave him behind. And I was like, No, throw him over your shoulder. Like, that feels like the character beat from what I've seen of these two guys is like, You're not leaving without him. So you'll knock him out and drag him out of there. Um, the movie can't do that because Matt Damon has to stick around and be a good person. But. It's sort of like where I wanted that relationship to go. Because the two of them have nice chemistry. As Mm -hmm. you were saying earlier, like, Pedro has chemistry with everyone. (laughs) He's just a likable, charming guy who you want to see kiss other people. (laughs) And the movie kind of, like, doesn't have room for that, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, like, I wish the end of this movie featured everyone going and smooching someone. I don't care who it was.
1: I (laughs) do respect that Matt... (laughs) And whose name is character's name is William, yeah. and it's general Lynn don't, don't think kiss
0: it has no last name,
1: yeah, no last name whatsoever, maybe his last name is William, maybe his name is matt william
0: i w- I would like that <laughs> maybe um
1: but i I do appreciate that the two that like William and Lynn don't kiss they just have like mutual respect for each other, and then she sends him on his way. I always kind of like it when the leads of a movie are just like handshake we'll kiss in the sequel maybe you know Mm. like there's tension but we're not gonna do it yet dig it and then literally matt and pedro ride off into the sunset together (laughs) my favorite (laughs) ending of a movie
0: well and also his name is tovar in the movie but i unless fans made it up the character's name is pero tovar like he has a first name never said I don't know if fans made that up or what, but I know for a fact that his name online is <laughs> Tovar. As, as before stated, when I know this character, look, I know sounds fans.
1: made up. There's nothing or sounds like it existed in a script one time or in some tie-in material and you latch on. I've been there. I, I am- mean, look, I made the joke that a sequel to this movie could be literally any wall the great wall doesn't stop them very much and it is just a location like I'm, I'm happy to be there it's pretty cool but like you could do this on any tall wall mm-hmm. and i would watch it
0: yeah they really like you know i, I thought that wall was going to be a bit more of an obstacle but within the first little fight the lizard is off the like walkway of the wall so i was like and then
1: they just dig under it which like if the monsters are a metaphor for the Mongol hordes coming down from Mongolia, did they ever try to dig under the wall? I don't know. I don't
2: know. My I only knowledge been to of to is along I
0: don't I mean like if they did good job movie you were like uh, symbolism but uh, it wasn't clear enough for me to like look that up and figure
2: it out. yeah a lot of things about this movie kind of felt like somebody was on wikipedia and they were like oh that piece of lore is kind of neat like let's just let's put that into my movie that's kind of cool where does this go Ooh, and then 20 pages later they're like that's kind of cool too let's have some some of this little lore over here and not look any further into it whatever lizards yeah man let's go
0: yeah and god
2: bless you know (laughs) I oh, would like that attitude from American filmmakers
1: writing about America. Bad that history, just picking and choosing. I like the
0: vibes. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm making a face because I, huge uh, for us as a podcast that we did this without uh, any planning because you guys know us. We don't really plan.
2: We just came up with our meetup today.
0: One of the writers of this movie. The writer of both Rogue One, a Star Wars story, and Andor, because Tony Gilroy is one of the three writers. Oh, interesting! Look how far everyone's come. Um, so Tony, I like your work. I think it's fun. This movie is like it is. It makes me feel better that, uh, like Hannah said, the majority of the crew was of. Chinese descent, either when they're filming in China or Chinese-American. Like, uh, that makes me feel better about this movie because it could very easily have been a white savior story. Because I believe uh, all three writers are white men of the movie. Which, uh, so, maybe uh, Katrina is correct that they were like, I'm on Wikipedia I got some thoughts, but um, it, it does have a Chinese director. Yes, it does. Um, so, you know, and what? I think you can tell that. I mean,
1: the, yeah. the, ac- the way the action is filmed, the like richness of the costumes and staging, I think is not the Ooh, American aesthetic. Those blue costume choices.
0: A truly like a gift to that fog.
1: It's like amazing to watch this movie and be like, okay, the blue women do this, the red guys do this, the yellow guys do this, the purple guys do this. And then you're watching a fight scene and you're like, it's, I get it. Like sometimes it's foggy, sometimes there's too many people in it, but at least like you get some color coding and it helps you visualize sort of where we are. And even when the blue women, who I don't think are efficient, I don't think that's a good move, get eaten by the monsters, when they show that scene again, there's little like blue bits of cloth on the ground and you have that. Visual reminder, um, which I think is like just good visual filmmaking,
0: yeah. Well, I think, uh, granted, it was foggy, so I'm, I wasn't completely clear on what was happening, but like in theory, the women who dived into the battle with the lizards, um, the Tau, or I believe, are what they're called, but they look like big green lizards, um, somewhere between lizards and like bulldogs, yeah. Um, the Taltes. Sorry, um, they have two names. Um, but when they're like, it looked like, it, or maybe it was just Lin May and she was really good at it. Um, it looked like they would like bounce. I
1: think that's the idea: is they jump down, they do some stabbing, and then they get pulled out of danger. Doesn't always oh, work it
0: straight out. Looked like she was bouncing and doing it, so it wasn't. I think like... she just fucking rocks. Sorry, can I curse? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I yes
1: <laughs> I, sorry it's too I, late I, I,
2: uh but, i, I at the store um
1: i think she's the best at it but like yeah. the other women seem to jump they go down they go up um it seems like they have one lance per jump it just doesn't seem efficient to me
0: no not to knock them they're great yeah <laughs> I mean, they were the most efficient. Like, i uh, so sorry to Matt Damon. I don't know what your arrow is going to do. Um, <laughs> what are you, yeah, your Hawkeye fighting against those big ass aliens. He is with, a good archer.
1: And he learns that if you shoot them in the eyeballs, they die immediately.
0: Yeah, I mean, hey, a huge, it's huge. It's huge. Anything. Shoot them in the eyeball. If I've learned anything from cinema, <laughs> aim
1: for the eye um, this is something that we have learned from the odyssey a classic <laughs> piece of lesson to learn when fighting enemies take out their
0: eyes and then you nailed it <laughs> uh,
2: nailed you nailed it. it.
0: maybe that didn't work for Oedipus Rex but um... <laughs> he was his own enemy truly yeah. you know
2: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> killing it I enjoyed this movie I think having no expectations because of how everyone kind of shit on it helped a little um i didn't hate it as much as i was like i thought i would um i had a fun time i liked everyone's vibes i liked that lynn may was like i will right, well, listen to this dude she didn't really ever really trust him uh, and i like that for her she was just like maybe um and I like that William is bad. He's bad at his job, he's bad at what he does, but he can shoot some arrows and catch
1: a bowl. And he's will he's willing to help. That's half that's half the battle, right? Like yeah. he's like, I'll show up, I'm hopping on your balloon, I'm coming to the city, and I'm gonna set you up for success, honey. Like I'm I'm pro Matt Damon. <laughs> <Zuna's> <laughs>
0: best. He, he's really doing his best. Katrina, he, was, do have- he was just
2: giving Pedro a blueprint on how to become an accidental father-uncle uh, mentor figure.
1: Yeah. It is really devastating when that one like teenage boy soldier who they've been nice to um, blows up.
2: So, yeah. A lot of chunks in this movie. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. I mean, I get it. Sometimes things are chunky. <laughs>
2: um yeah definitely people lizards real chunky all those things Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: yeah i do um i do like that like the way you kill them is just to kill one and it's a hive uh much like uh you know the avengers um (laughs) keep on going back to that because it's a man with some arrows fighting things (laughs) probably aren't going to be that affected by arrows those are my thoughts i thoroughly enjoyed it uh i like lynn may a lot i think that character is fascinating because i love them just like diving in to fight some people in bright ass blue i think it's very cool
1: she's super cool she has like a really fun like anime hairstyle with like loose bangs (laughs)
0: oh yeah um, things in front of her
1: face. she looks great she's super cool she's so competent she's so smart she's also like emotionally sensitive her like mentor father dies and she's sad and it's nice to see that i love uh, a character with variety you know she's not just tough
0: no and she was sad and then she said okay there are still lizard people fighting us um i gotta fight the lizards I wish okay. we had a little
1: more backstory on like why the lizards want to eat every like they want to eat everybody because they love to eat people, I guess. But like
0: but if you like fed them over the wall, yeah. Would they stay down there?
1: What is their culture? You know, mm-hmm. like they take their dead back with them. Do oh, they bury was so them? Sad. Do- it's... And he was lizard. It just got me thinking in a way I don't want to have to think in a movie about fighting a, a horde, you know, that the these monsters maybe have families at home there's little baby ones that are like is dad not coming back you know I
0: I, here's the thing I don't want to have
1: to think about it but I do my
0: FYP on TikTok has been attacking me recently with like animals that are are, like missing limbs or like abused for some reason and I don't know why it's been doing this but I will just be on tiktok and start sobbing because there'll be like a cat with three legs and i hold my cat and i'm like you're okay and he's like leave me alone i'm fine i was in the window and now i'm not anymore (laughs) um so watching the lizard be like come on come on i was like i'm gonna cry over cgi lizards that look so green when i don't
1: it's clear color coding the bad things are green. Got it. Like, There's no good guys in green.
0: Wait, mm-hmm. green with like mm-hmm. a, a mouth that looks like uh, Alec Baldwin in uh, Beetlejuice? Beetlejuice, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they're like, ah! Those mouths are gross. I'm, I'm so happy for the people uh, just listening to this podcast that I was doing the motions to look like Alec Baldwin in Beetlejuice.
1: But we got it. You expressed yeah. it very clearly. Well yeah. done.
0: I just needed to put my eyes in my mouth. Like, like, do the pans, labyrinth hands. Uh, Yeah, like the lizard men in Flash Gordon. Whose eyes are in their mouths. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And who are subjugated everywhere they go.
0: Maybe that's where these lizards are from. Maybe. And then they were like, guys, we found a spot. There's this huge ass wall. No one's going to bother us. And then all the people were like, what are these lizard things? We got to shoot them, and so they were like, "We got to fight, but we bring our dead home." And <laughs> <all> dead.
1: <laughs> You've really but, changed my perspective on what's happening in this movie, and I see it now as a tragedy and a genocide.
0: It is, <laughs> it is, it's like a rival. Yeah. They have to figure out how to communicate with each other, but like uh, Lin May and her, her whole army, no one knows that like they can communicate with the lizards, and the lizards are like these people we gotta eat them and they don't <laughs> know they can communicate with them and so in the sequel they can all get together and uh have a kumbaya moment and be one and they can be friends and we can that, only my, hope for that this is my pitch <laughs> the great wall to uh, why can't we be friends um and then it starts with todd rungin's can we still be friends? Mm-hmm. That's what kicks the movie off to set the tone. And it's had- set
1: uh, in the present, I guess. <laughs> no, <Nope? laughs> we're setting
0: okay. it further back.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Great. Good. Love. Perfect. Amazing.
0: It's it's during uh, the prehistoric era. Um, everyone just tra- time travels. <laughs> <laughs> That's my bitch. <laughs> the time travel uh katrina do
2: you have anything to add about the great wall i honestly uh well gosh what a movie that was it sure was a film that played from beginning to end once (laughs) on a big screen uh and it had some actors in it including pedro pascal and uh and eventually the credits rolled and those are my thoughts on this movie because i have nothing nice to say in uh, I respect it, but I don't agree. It's fine. I respect that. <laughs> I'm not, not a five star movie. You know? Like, like I throw is super cute in the movie. Like it gets a know, good haircut. It's the, yeah, it's the scar. Yeah, I yeah. Like a yeah, hand
0: can represent cute. a scar. It's a solid object. But like the the scar was hot. Once they yeah. cut his hair and his beard, because we weren't we didn't know why they looked that way. They've been um, traveling for a long time, Rachel. Do you think they walked
2: the whole length? They rode horses. miles and 500 more. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Again, I'm sorry <laughs> you weren't paying Man. attention. I have answers to all of your questions about what happens in this movie because I was paying attention. <laughs> um, you were vibing. I was listening.
0: Yeah, I went into this vibes only. Um, <laughs> I don't regret it, but uh, there was a part where I had to like help my cat. <laughs> um and I just didn't pause. I went. I got this. <laughs> just proceeded into rose ring. Uh, but yeah, I like. It's a film. When I don't dislike it, I had fun. It was. Sh- it was short. Could have been uh one of those two and a half hour jaunts that you're like, why am I here for more fog fighting and no explanation as to why I'm fog fighting. But this movie kept it short, kept it sweet. We had some fun. We had some colors. Yeah. And uh, we had a hottie to look at. So it wasn't like a bad time.
1: He gets and a couple good Lin one-liners. May.
0: Yeah. I love Lynn may so much. She's great. She's cool. She I, dived into a sea of lizards and said, I'm going to kill you. And I loved her for it. She's great. I
1: took a shit ton of notes on my phone, and I would like to just read a couple
0: um,
1: that pertain to Pedro. Yeah, absolutely. The, the floor is yours. Thank yeah. you. I'll just just quote. He's such a little whiner and a weasel, but it's good, and I like him. Um, he screams at the monster, which is good. Yes, baby, it's scary. Uh, his matador move is so funny. <laughs> uh he's so pouty the haircut is cute
0: the matador
1: (laughs) matador move is cool i wish he did it more it's like a fun little character thing here's one that says matt's bragging about pedro's matador skills in spain and pedro's like bitch i just want (laughs) to leave i also have many notes about matt damon's nose but those are not applicable here quote my review could be gayer this is my friend. He's gay and he's stupid and he's mine. I think by the end of the movie I was like they're boyfriends though. So, like clearly their relationship is intimate. I've been watching a lot of MASH and it's in my soul. Like you're in a war. You're in love. Yeah. It bled into my perspective on the Great Wall.
0: Yeah. Um, you said MASH and they do have the same energy of like uh, Hawkeye and everyone. Um yeah a little bit. Just Trapper, uh, l- quite literally everybody on that show Hawkeye is like I'm gonna flirt with all of you yeah
1: he um, needs um love to survive yeah. <laughs> and I think that's Pedro's vibe in this movie is I thought you were my guy here what do you mean you're gonna ditch me in China um I feel the pain man anyway he's cute cute in the movie
0: he is very <laughs> cute in the movie he is yeah it's a gentleman six fun time but guys he is cute in the movie and with being cute in the movie oh wait before i segue into the mustaches just to go back to an hour ago this is the production shot that he was talking about
1: look at how low quality that is (laughs) very short hair no mustache hardly the same
0: man
2: wow but i knew he looks fresh off of Buffy and that was definitely not fresh off of Eddie. Buffy. <laughs>
0: Listen, I got to that episode of Buffy when I was watching it and I was like, great. I don't need to keep going. I saw what I came for. <laughs> that's a lie. Uh, I'm a Giles fan, but uh <laughs> fucking love Giles. You know, some of us watched that one
1: episode of Angel for Jeremy Renner like a thousand times and that's normal
0: and fine and good. Um, uh, and one more for the road. Uh, again, Petra Pascal can flirt with everyone. Uh, so now, guys, it is the time. It is the true. It is my favorite. It is the... Oh, wait, hold on. I have to I have to sing. <clears throat> <clears throat> it is time for... Stash. 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 The stash on everybody's lips is gonna be Petro's. Um, <laughs> Nicely done. Yeah. Uh, it is Stash of the Week, where we all pick our favorite mustaches of the week. This movie had one, but I think uh, only Hannah picked it from the movie, which variety is the spice of life. So uh, to kick us off, Hannah, I'm going to show yours and you can talk a bit about oh, it and sure. when you chose it. Hannah's is uh, this is bad boy. Yes, oh I goodness. brought a
1: gift to the party. Uh, look, it's a cute look. It's a good look. It's a nice mustache. He has a little scruff. It's a good haircut. I think it's just, um, he looks good in the movie and it deserves more attention. You know, a lot of attention paid to other mustaches, but we're here to talk great wall and he has a mustache and it's a good one.
0: It's a and nice he little. He have a mustache. That's and it is, uh, you're right. It is great hair.
1: And what was I supposed to do? Scroll through like 15 years of pictures? Guys, I can't. I'm busy. So I just followed my heart and I went with what we were already talking about.
0: That's what you want to do. (laughs) Sorry, Ashley. Ashley said, yes, that's what you're supposed to do. (laughs) I brought
1: multiple (laughs) pictures.
0: Yeah, you did bring a whole PDF of a (laughs) playbill. So Katrina, do you want to go next with your pick?
2: yes mine has been brought up a couple times across this hour and it is worth showing once again the vanity fair shoot this is a special stash of the week because it's a triple stash of the week oh my Um, god it is you've got yeah you've got pedro you've got um ewan and you've got diego and they're they all have mustaches in this uh some of them have mustaches connect- that connect to other things, but for the most part, it all counts. They all have mustaches, and that's why this is my stash of the week.
0: <laughs> I like that you refuse to say beard. You just said it connects. I mean, they, uh,
2: do we really want to call what, what Andor has here a beard? Like, do we want to I mean, call it it's that? A light do we want to call it a goatee he-
1: with potential? It's three full
2: stages of facial hair
1: represented. Yes, it is. You got a mustache and some bad facial hair. You got yes. a mustache and something that could become a beard, and then you have a bitch-ass beard. Just like yeah. a dope, hell yeah. beard.
2: <laughs> That's how we start. The end of the oh, series correct, is right. actually more about the full formation of his beard um, than yeah. anything else. So, um, I mean, like, spoilers spoiler,
0: To give credit where credit's due, look at my Scottish king over here because oh. he has correct it's a full-ass bitchin' beard. I'm you know so... Isaac next to each other would be, like, a dream because the two of them with their full beards? Wow, I, I like almost too uh, much beard. I need it. Too
2: I... Much beard. The one thing I need in this Kenobi show, because we cannot see it in these images, is for his, like, his silver, like, right at the temple that he's got mm-hmm. going on in Revenge of the Sith. I need it prominent, and I'm worried because I haven't seen it.
0: Was well, his hair is longer too? It wasn't uh, uh, his shorter? Intervention because okay. he has he has more of more like a...
2: reason for there to be more gray yeah. coming out this way. So I'm he's hoping... living in the desert. Now he's he's like actively Greg. courting
1: aging so that he looks different. <laughs> I've read so many extended universe books about what's happening in the desert. So I want to see it. Obi Wan Kenobi's my number one boy.
0: Yeah, uh, so. our producer Ashley said Mans is stressed. She's correct true, um, true. But mm-hmm. i also i love that uh you and mcgregor's entire mindset uh for this is how can i become alec guinness and uh you know what i respect it um my stash of the week i guess okay so i guess technically my stash of the week was from the filming of unbearable <laughs> weight of massive talent uh two years ago but it counts because the great wall was six years ago so we're fast and loose with our mustaches but uh pictures were released from the filming of unbearable weight that showed petro pascal's like hair and like his facial hair for the movie and what it was going to look like um and they're very hot and so my stash is him in this white t-shirt looking tan looking fit with wonderful curls a wonderful stash no stubble sorry to that stubble that he normally has um, mm-hmm. yeah, it looks great. I love this mask. Uh, Hannah and I are both, and I and Katrina, Katrina saw it and loved it, are all fans of the unbearable weight of massive talent. Perfect movie. Uh, He's and I star. think it's a perfect look. Mm-hmm.
1: Really sexy, wavy
0: hair. Oh, it's good. It's him good and those speedos. Days. Ashley warned me about those speedos so long ago, and I wasn't prepared still. Um, <laughs> but yes guys this was the great wall this was uh our episode prior to star wars celebration is going to come out before star wars celebration katrina do you want to tell the people where they can find us there if they want to come and meet us in the flesh
2: yeah we our fleshy bodies will be at trader sam's uh on friday night at 6 p.m that's friday the 27th of may for the official Padro Pascal meetup. Uh, I am excited to see everyone there. And um, I'm excited to be at Celebration. And I'm excited to see Ashley and Rachel. In
0: voice. And, um, mm-hmm. uh, Hannah, thank you so much for joining us for this. Thank you for being my friend in real life. Um, <laughs> look at her shaking her around at me. We're tell, friends. tell the people where they can find you
1: sure um i'm on twitter at hs blackman and instagram at hs blackman and i've never tweeted a joke in my life i also co-host a podcast about movie novelizations called authorized pod (laughs) i don't know Uh, (laughs) but if you google authorized podcast we do come up it's fun. We read books. We watch movies. We talk about them. Rachel is on an upcoming episode. It was really, really fun. So if you like to watch movies and are maybe curious about the art of movie novelization, boy, do we have a podcast about it. And it would be a real honor if you listened. You should. It's very fun. And Katrina, you want to be on it? We'd love to have you. I sure would.
2: Thank you. Yeah. yeah you and I will gladly... Uh, Come on and cause chaos!
0: Hell yeah, love, love, love.
2: <laughs> Katrina, where can
0: the people find you?
2: You can look for me anywhere on the internet if you look for oh Katrina. That's O H C A T R I N A. I just launched a subscription service on my coffee account, so for a dollar you can keep up with all of the wild projects I'm making and all sorts of scripts and notes from like different classes I take. Um, I share them all there as well. And you guys
0: can follow me at Rachel Leishman on Twitter at Rachel underscore Leishman on Instagram because uh, someone won't give me that handle. And uh, you can follow my writing at the Mary Sue. And yeah, uh, my my Star Wars celebration plan is do that meetup and then go to Disneyland on Saturday. So if you guys want to like find me, I'm around. Um, I'm just gonna watch Obi Wan Kenobi. That Friday morning and then do anything and everything all over Comic-Con. Comic-Con? Mm-hmm. Can you call it that? Celebration. Um when, when is it? Next weekend, um oh. the 26th through mm-hmm. the 29th.
1: Great. Also go see Top Gun Maverick. Thank you.
0: Uh, I want to see it so bad. I straight up might one night just go see Top Gun Maverick. I'm gonna be on
1: um Cape Cod next weekend and I am gonna find a movie theater, see Top Gun. Katrina looks miserable at me <laughs> popping into rep Top Gun, but I'm going to do it. Oh,
2: it's fine. It's a, look, I, uh, I don't know you very
1: well and you don't know I me very well. The, and I'm
2: sorry to do I this think to the, you. The event planning for the premiere was top notch. That's Woo! my opinion. I mean, I thought that was such a great, like whoever pulled that off, just on top of the heli carrier, that whole presentation was incredible. So that's where I'm at with Top Gun. I like it when, she, when, when planes go zoom.
0: And guess what? They sure as shit go zoom in Top Gun. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I've been trying to do the Top uh, I'm. Gun. Um, oh, guess what? Hannah gets it, even though we should have done it forever ago. Before we leave, um, here's a tangent. <laughs> um, I've been trying to do the Top Gun, like, what's your uh, name? Yeah, like? it will work for uh, me. It will work for me. I've been so angry because it worked for front of the podcast in front of mine and hannah's leah and then for the next three hours i try to do it and every day i try and log on and figure out what my name is i want it so bad name is so i deserve it anyways guys Mm -hmm. this is a Pascal. uh see you guys hopefully at uh celebration come see me please please come say hello Mm, until next time Bye. Bye. bye bye